Welcome back to the Hot to Best Daily Pick Show for Saturday, December 11th. We got a pretty big college basketball slate on tap for today. And as far as Friday's picks goes, we obviously only had the DePaul-Louisville game. Currently, they're in the second half. DePaul is down five early in the second half. So um, probably going to go down the wire. Don't really know what the result of that is. But make sure you're following on Best Tamp on Twitter for all of that. And let's get right into Saturday's card. The first game I'm taking a look at on Saturday, FIU taking on Eastern Michigan. FIU comes into this game 8-1 and one on the year. Eastern Michigan is 4-5. and five. And for this FIU team, their only loss of the season came opening night, a 7-point loss on the road against Georgia. And, you know, they have a couple of decent wins, a couple top 200 wins against UNC Greensboro and Florida Gulf Coast. And they've really been a pretty good team. In, in you know, in their own regard, 248 in Kim Palm, 281 in the hot tip bet rankings as far as that goes. Eastern Michigan, though, hasn't had a great season at all. 272 in Kim Palm, 309 in the hot tip bet rankings. Um, they're only D1 wins, a win over Illinois State, a win over Western Illinois, and a win over Niagara. Um, and all three of those wins really came down to the wire. They were very, very close, very highly contested games. And Eastern Michigan, that is that's one issue I see with them. They, they struggle to blow teams out. I think two is going to be hard to cover here. But Nolan Franken has done a good job scoring for this Eastern Michigan team, dropping 15.7 points per game. Monty Scott's also shot the ball well with 15.4 points per game to his name. And overall, they shot the ball decently. 47.1 effective field goal percentage isn't great. But 33.3% from beyond the arc is not bad at all. As far as FIU shooting guns, it's, I would say, a slight you know upgrade from what we've seen from Eastern in Michigan. Devin Brewer leads the team in scoring with 16.7 points per game. Daniel Parrish also dropping 15 points per game. Overall, they, they probably shot the ball slightly better. 34.4 beyond the arc in a 51.9 effective field goal percentage. But, you know, FIU isn't necessarily a, you know, high heavy offensive team. You know, they're 273rd adjusted offensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. But the defense is really the, the part of the team that excels 191st in adjusted defensive efficiency. As far as Eastern Michigan goes, 267 adjusted offensive offensive efficiency 251 in adjusted defensive efficiency um, and I really think it's going to be that FAU offense that ultimately takes them on top in this game you know um, they Levon Brown for FIU is questionable for this game he's their top rebounder on the season so without him it could definitely hurt this team a little bit um, but if they can slow down Eastern Michigan's offense even a little bit it's going to be really really hard for Eastern Michigan to put up you know any sort of points um, to contend you know Eastern Michigan does not do a great job rebounding the ball offensively only pulling down 22.9 percent off the offensive glass and they've really had some struggles this season granted they've played a little bit better at home and this will be FIU's um, only second road game of the season um, and, and you know looking for their first road win obviously opening night against Georgia was that other game um, but Eastern Michigan has to find an answer to this FIU defense and I really think that they're going to struggle to do that I think Jeremy Ballard really has a great defense put together here at FIU a very strong roster and giving them two points here on the road I think they should be favored so give me FIU plus the two here against Eastern Michigan the second game on Saturday's card, Southern Illinois taking on Tulsa. Southern Illinois is 5-3 on the year, Tulsa 4-5. And, and for this Southern Illinois team, 134th in Kempom, 167 in the hot tip at rankings. And they had a big-time win over Colorado during their Feast Week tournament. Um, Tulsa it hasn't been a bad team, 151st in Kempom, 131st in the hot tip at rankings. And they have a couple impressive wins to go along with that. Um, you know, a win over Oregon State, which isn't super impressive at the moment, um, but a good win nonetheless, a win over Rhode Island. 
Island. Um, do have three questionable losses. Um, Oral Roberts, Boise State, and Loyola Marymount losses in all three of their games um, leading up to this one. But Jariah Horn has shot the ball pretty well for this Tulsa team. He's knocking down 17.7 points per game. Sam Griffin is also doing a great job shooting the ball with 15.8 points per game. And while as a whole, they haven't necessarily shot lights out or anything, they've shot well enough to, to really keep them in some of these basketball games. 50.2 effective field goal percentage, 33.7 from beyond the arc, and a 76.6 free throw percentage. And I'm not saying Southern Illinois is a bad team. You know, they've you know rattled off um, a couple wins here. Um, and all three of their losses did come on the road this season, which is really what makes me nervous going into Tulsa for this game. Lance Jones, though, is dropping 17.7 points per game for Southern Illinois. Marcus Damask is also dropping 15.6 points per game. And overall, you know, they've, they've shot the ball decently well, a 52.5 effective field goal percentage, but they've struggled from the perimeter, only hitting 31% of their threes. And the free throw line is really what concerns me for this team. Only hitting 65.5% from the free throw line. And offensively, they neither of these teams are, are super strong. You know, Southern Illinois, 147th in adjusted offensive efficiency. Tulsa, 171st in adjusted offensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. They're both slightly better on defense, but still pretty average. Southern Illinois, 127 adjusted defensive efficiency. And Tulsa, 147th adjusted defensive efficiency. But I think the key to this game for Tulsa um, is to play high tempo. Granted, they don't play super high tempo um, basketball, but they are still, you know, a quicker team than what Southern Illinois has done. Um, 60, or, uh, Southern Illinois, 62.1 adjusted tempo, according to Ken Palm, 354th in the country in that respect. And like I said, they have really struggled on the road this season, really struggled to, to you know, play fast, play well, and, and, you know, score some points and keep up with their opponents. And I think that's what Tulsa does here. You know, they are in desperate need of a win after dropping their last three games. You know, their recent struggles um, have been kind of, you know, unforeseen, I guess, at least in my eyes. I thought this Tulsa team was going to be a little bit better going into this season. But here they sit at four and five. Um, so looking to get back to four, 500 here in this game, I think Tulsa covers the three points. So give me Tulsa minus three here against Southern Illinois. Next up on the car, we got Kentucky taking on Notre Dame. Kentucky is seven and one on the year. Notre Dame three and four. Notre Dame is a strange team. They do come into this game pretty highly ranked, 51st in Kempom, 78th in the hot tip rankings. And while they have, you know, four not great losses, well, four, I guess they are good losses um, to St. Mary's, Texas A&M, Illinois, and Boston College. Um, I would have loved to see them win some of those games. And let's be honest, you know, they start out with that St. Mary's loss. It's a close game. And by the time they've got to the Boston College loss, it really, you know, every game was just worse than the last. And, you know, their last five games have not been a great stretch for this team. As far as Kentucky goes, you know, 19 in Kempom, 26th in the hot tip at rankings. Um, and their only loss of the season was that opening night loss to Duke. They, they kept it within seven points in that game. And, um, you know, Duke's looked like a very good team here through the first month of the season. Um, but, you know, they haven't played any top 100 teams since then, you know, a seven game span at home um, with the best win coming against Ohio, who is 105 in Kempom, uh, but still not a, you know, a marquee win there. Um, but I'll give credit where credit's due for Notre Dame. You know, they played a heck of a non-conference schedule when they really didn't have to, you know, they, their schedule top to bottom here in non-conference. It, it was really a gauntlet and, and you know, it, it's a lot of, you got to give them a lot of credit for what they have done through it. Um, even if they are three and four and really 
really haven't won any impressive games. But for this Notre Dame team, Dame Gooden leads them in scoring with 14.3 points per game. Blake Wesley is also dropping 12.9 points per game. And honestly, this team has struggled a little bit to shoot the ball. They've been all right from the charity strike, 71.8 from the free throw line, um, but only a 47.9 effective field goal percentage. And the perimeter shooting has not been great, only 29.6 from three as far as kentucky goes shooting the ball oscar tibway leads the team in scoring with 15.3 points per game ty ty washington has been you know a great addition to this team 14.8 points per game for him and they've shot the ball decently well at least better than notre dame has 53.1 effective field goal percentage 32.7 from from three isn't great but it's still slightly better um and the 74.6 free throw um is definitely better tibway is also pulling down 15.4 rebounds per game which is absolutely insane this late into the season that he's still averaging that high granted i would expect that number to come down a little bit um as they play you know notre dame here some sec opponents um i don't know that he's going to average that when we get to march but i mean heck if he does that's great and, and it's good enough for kentucky to be the number one offensive rebounding team in the country they are pulling down 48.2 percent off the offensive glass a great team there and offensively kentucky is always very very strong 16th in adjusted offensive efficiency this season um they do come in 40th in adjusted defensive efficiency according to ken palm um but that explosive offense is going to be so so hard to stop um and as far as notre dame goes um they are awful when it comes to defending the perimeter they have allowed 44.3 from beyond the arc this season granted again a lot of that comes with with the opponents they've played but still it has not been great from them there um they're pretty good on offense 24th and adjusted offensive efficiency according to ken palm but the defense for notre dame is really the the question mark that i think is you know going to get exposed here in this game 114th and adjusted defensive efficiency according to ken palm um and ultimately i think that's the downfall here i like mike bray I I think he's a, a decent to good coach. Um, but what Notre Dame has showed this season, um, again, they played a very, very tough schedule, but they just really haven't been able to, to play through, get any good wins. And like I said, game after game, it feels like they've just gotten worse here in this losing streak. So um, I love Kentucky in this offense and really their first true road game of the season. So give me Kentucky minus four here against Notre Dame. Next up, we got a Big Ten Conference matchup, Minnesota taking on Michigan. Minnesota comes into this game 7-1 on the year, Michigan 6-3. And, and, you know, while Minnesota is 7-1 on the year, again, you know, they don't have a, a bunch of great wins. It's not like they played a super hard schedule. Um, you know, they're 130 in Kim Palm, 91st in the high tip at rankings, and, you know, got their first loss of the season to on Wednesday to Michigan State, but it was a, a fairly close game. I think they ended up losing by seven or eight points. It wasn't horrible. They had a decent win over Mississippi State the week before. So Minnesota is a, a strong team, in my opinion. And when we look at Michigan, well, they are fifth in Kempom and 11th in the hot to bet rankings. And don't get me wrong, they're a good basketball team. They've kind of just, you know, not showed up in their biggest spots of the season. Um, and their three hardest games, they had losses to Seton Hall, Arizona, and North Carolina, which, again, good teams. But, you know, if you're going to be Michigan, you got to win some of those games. Um, they go to put a hell of a beat down on Nebraska, though, on Tuesday. Um, I mean, that was that was not a fun game to watch if you were a Nebraska fan. Um, and Jawan Howard, you know, has done wonders for this team. He's really, you know, shaped them into um, a true Michigan team that, you know, can compete for sure. But they lost a lot of guys from last year, um, you know, a lot of key pieces to that team. And while they had the number two recruiting crest in the country going into this season, it's going to take time, I think, for this Michigan team to fully jive together. And we've seen that against tougher opponents this season. They haven't really been blowing teams out. Um, but Hunter Dickinson is a monster for this team, especially in the paint. 
14.6 points per game for him. He's also pulling down 8.9 rebounds per game. Eli Brooks has also shot the ball well for him. 13.9 points per game and you know a 53.1 effective field goal percentage 35.4 from beyond the arc the free throws are a concern for me for michigan though 60 or 60 yeah 67.3 percent um from the free throw line is not very good at all but when we look over to minnesota shooting the basketball wise it's not like they can't compete in this game because they've shot the ball very well too this season um jameson battle as the drop down 17.8 points per game peyton willis is also hitting 16.4 points per game um, and they've been decent as a team 51.3 effective field goal percentage 34.9 from beyond the arc and a 70.3 free throw percentage so um really very comparable as far as shooting granted again michigan's played a little bit tougher schedule so that definitely factors into it um, but minnesota can shoot the basketball too they're not a bad shooting team at all um, offensively they aren't the greatest team in the world 126th and adjusted offensive efficiency according to ken palm but that defense is is pretty solid for minnesota 61st and adjusted defensive efficiency granted it's not the michigan defense that comes into this game 11th and adjusted defensive efficiency according to kim palm or the michigan offense that's 20th and adjusted and de- just offensive efficiency um but minnesota is still a solid basketball team they do an excellent job turning holding on to the basketball not turning it over only a 12.9 turnover percentage on the season good enough for fourth in the country in that one and, and really i think this minnesota defense um is going to do enough to give michigan enough pro- problems to keep it semi-close and, and really not let Michigan get this one out of hand um, like they did to Nebraska. Um, and the lack of experience for Michigan this season continues to concern me. I think it's going to be a problem um, throughout the season, at least until we get, you know, you know, some some solid games under our belt. Um, and I think Minnesota keeps this one closer than 14 and a half. So give me Minnesota plus the 14 and a half here against Michigan. Next up, we head out west. UC Irvine taking on Fresno State. UC Irvine comes into this game 5-1 on the year. Fresno State 7-2. And, and this UC Irvine team is one that has really impressed me this season. 90th in Kimpom, 84th in the hot tip at rankings. Two very good wins over Boise State and a Santa Clara team that is red hot. Um, and their only loss of the season came to New Mexico State. I believe that was opening night or at least their first game of the season. Um, I don't recall exactly. But um, Fresno State hasn't been a horrible team either. 103rd in Kempom. They are 151 in the hot to bet rankings. Don't get a ton of love um, from me. Um, but they also have a win over Santa Clara, a win over San Diego, a pretty good win over Pepperdine. Um, losses to Cal and San Francisco, which the Cal loss, I don't love. The San Francisco loss, you know, that's nothing to be ashamed of. They're a very good team. And Orlando Robinson really is the core for this Fresno State team. Um, you know, really in every category, it feels like he's the best player on the court. Um, 19.6 points per game for him. Overall, outside of him, though, they've kind of struggled to shoot the basketball. A 49.5 effective field goal percentage isn't terrible. We're only 28.1% from three. Robinson also leads the team in rebounding with 8.3 rebounds per game. And um, they rank 23rd in defensive rebounding, but 117th in offensive rebounding. You know, it's it's okay for Fresno State. It's really just okay. And I think that kind of sums up what this Fresno State team has been. And I think UC Irvine is slightly better than that. Colin Welp has done a really good job shooting for this team. 13.3 points per game. Dawson Baker also 11. 11.2 points per game and they do a better job spreading the basketball around and while as a whole they haven't necessarily been a great shooting team you know a 46.4 effective field goal percentage actually worse than what fresno state has done it's really that perimeter shooting that puts uc irvine on another level 41 percent from three this season good enough for 10th in the nation in that category and, and i really think that three-point shooting is what's going to excel this uc irvine team and, and keep them in a lot of games you know if they're not hitting from three they're obviously i don't think it'll win a bunch of games but when they are hitting they are a very very hard team to beat austin johnson is also pulling down 7.5 rebounds per game for them 
um 29.9 percent off the offensive class so rebounding wise two very similar teams um and well the yeah like i said the uc irvine offense you know is kind of one-dimensional with the three ball um you know 150th in adjusted offensive efficiency for them um but they are 53rd in adjusted defensive efficiency they're a very very solid defensive team but so is fresno state who comes into this one 73rd in adjusted defensive efficiency um only 139 in adjusted offensive efficiency but fresno state's got a very young roster you know they've had a couple of distant disappointments this season already um and while justin hudson has been an okay coach this is just really a very very hard matchup for them obviously if they can shut down the perimeter shooting um, they're going to be in decent shape, but I think this UC Irvine defense um, with the combination of that perimeter shooting really helps excel them um, and get them the, the cover here in this one. So give me UC Irvine plus the two and a half here against Fresno State. We stay on the West Coast for honestly probably my favorite bet of the day. Santa Clara taking on Cal. Santa Clara comes into this game seven and three on the the, the season. Cal is five and five. And you know, Santa Clara is gonna be a pick for a lot of people in this game. They are a very good basketball team, and, and Cal is not a great team. Santa Clara 87th in Kim Palm, 124 in the hot debut rankings. Cal 112 in Kim Palm, 132 in the hot debut rankings. And Santa Clara has kind of proven themselves, you know, wins over Stanford, a win over Nevada, a win over TCU. All all great wins um close losses to fresno state uc irvine and law tech um really not a, a whole lot to be ashamed about with any of those losses and they've been a very solid basketball team cal on the other hand hasn't done much of anything to be impressive don't have a win over a top 100 team their best win is against 103 um fresno state and you know a couple of rough losses to uc san diego ucla utah um you know the utah loss sure it's, it's kind of whatever um but you know the uc san diego one to open the season is it's kind of just been all downhill for there you know mark fox has not had a great time um as the head coach of this cal team and you know it, it's not for the lack of talent because you know andre john or andre kelly is a very good shooter 14 14.9 points per game for him they also brought in um transfer from charlotte and jordan shepherd who's dropping 14.2 points per the game so they got some guys who can shoot the ball um and they've been decent when it comes to shooting the ball um not great 33.5 from beyond the arc pretty good for there um only a 48.7 effective field goal percentage on the year though um and they're only hitting 70.9 from the free throw line looking over to santa clara though they have shot the ball extremely extremely well this season dylan williams is leading the team in scoring with 20.3 points per game Keyshawn justice is also dropping 15.3 points per game and you know really across the board there is nothing to be you know really to to, to bring down the santa clara shooting 57.1 effective field goal percentage good enough for 12th in the nation 38.3 from three 35th in the nation and also in 77.3 percent of their free throws good enough for 38th in the country so you know across the board a great shooting team they do a really good job holding on to the basketball only a 16.5 turnover percentage and they're just solid offense 58th and adjusted offensive efficiency according to ken palm the defense slows them down a little bit 120th and adjusted defensive efficiency but you know it, it kind of matches up perfectly with this cal team who is a better defensive team you know 64th and adjusted defensive efficiency um but this cal offense is horrific 180th and adjusted offensive efficiency according to ken palm and you know while cal's got experience up and down this roster um it hasn't necessarily resulted in winning basketball games um and while the defense could save them here in this game cal is just really not a great team santa clara plays a very fast tempo of basketball um 83rd in the country in adjusted tempo according to ken palman and, and this offense for santa clara is just so electric so taking santa clara plus two here i also love them on the money line um i think the santa clara team is probably my best bet of the day so give me santa clara here against cal 
And finally, the marquee matchup of the day, Houston taking on Alabama. Houston 8-1 of the year, Alabama 7-1. Houston comes into this one 5th in Kim Palm, 2nd in the hot tip at rankings. Alabama 10 in Kim Palm and 8 in the hot tip at rankings. And for this Houston team, you know, they have a couple of good wins. A win over Virginia, which isn't a great win at this point. The Butler win actually isn't huge either, and neither is the Oregon one, to be honest. But um, big-name programs, programs that are all still in the top 100, but not necessarily as high as what Alabama is going to be in this game, do have that loss to wisconsin though um which you know came in in uh, their feast week tournament as far as alabama goes you know they have looked very good in their last three games a win over drake a win over miami and of course that win over gonzaga um that really just boosts everything up um obviously before that run though the lost to iona wasn't great um but you know rick patino iona you kind of just got to chalk that one up um jordan shackleford has done a really good job scoring for this alabama team though 19.2 points per game for him um and as a whole they've been an all right shooting team 55.5 effective field goal percentage 34.7 from beyond the arc and and really you know they've just shot the ball um very very well this season as far as houston goes shooting the basketball uh, marcus sasser has, has been pretty good too 17.7 points per game for him and, and overall they're another team that shots shoots the ball well and houston is a great team on both sides of the basketball 12th in adjusted offensive efficiency but the defense is really where they shine second in adjusted defensive efficiency coming into this game and that's really what they're going to have to do um, to compete with this alabama team who comes into this one 10th in adjusted offensive efficiency and 23rd in adjusted defensive efficiency according to ken palm and that that Alabama offense is definitely very very good. Keon Ellis, you know, pulling down six point nine rebounds per game, um, and as a team offensively, they're pulling down thirty five point three percent off the offensive glass. And and really the the key for this game for Alabama, um, and you know, we bet against them last week against Gonzaga, and and maybe this is me trying to get back, get right on on that losing bet. But what I saw from Alabama and that Gonzaga team was just so dang impressive. How quick this offense was and just how, you know, efficient and how well they played was just something amazing to watch. You know, this is team is 22nd in adjusted tempo, according to Ken Palm this year. Um, when you compare that to, to Houston, who's 255 in adjusted tempo. Um, now, granted, Houston's defense is, you know, one of the best in the country, and it's going to be better than what Gonzaga showed them. Um, but I still don't know that it's enough to slow down this Alabama offense. Um, for Houston, Jawan Roberts leads the team in rebounding with 7.6 rebounds per game they also do a really good job off the offensive glass as well pulling down 35.3 percent there um and while i like kevin kevin sanson coming into this game you know he's he's probably one of my you know a, a top coach for me in the country for this houston team and i really do love this houston team on the season um and i'm very high on them i don't love this matchup against alabama the alabama offense to me just showed me so much in that Gonzaga game. And, and yeah, I, I'm betting on a team um, a lot because of that one performance. But I think that one performance is very telling of how this team's going to look down the road. They had a, an entire week to prepare for Houston here in this game. Um, Nate Oates has really built something very, very impressive for this Alabama team. And at home in this spot in Tuscaloosa, um, it actually, this might be a neutral side game. I think it's in Tuscaloosa. I'm not sure. Probably should have wrote that down. But um, it, it's closer to Alabama than Houston. I almost guarantee that one. But... <laughs> Give me Alabama minus one and a half here against Houston. Also, I just looked it up. Alabama is at home. Should have stuck with my gut. But in Tuscaloosa, love Alabama minus one and a half. And that is it. Another action-packed Saturday of college basketball. If you watched the entire video, 
I thank you. You know, there's there's probably not a whole lot of people that do on Saturdays because of how long it is. Um, but I thank you for watching. Um, if I add any picks to Saturday's card, which I don't know if I will, there are a couple games I'm looking at. I'll definitely tweet it out, put it on Best Damp, all of that. But if you want to see college basketball action for every game today, head over to hot2best.com and check out the computer model picks up on the website, as well as NFL, college football, NBA, NHL, um, and as well as the UFC pay-per-view going on. So all sorts of stuff going on this weekend. If you're not already following Hot Tip Chris on Twitter and Instagram, make sure you follow me there so you don't miss out on any future content and on the Bet Stamp app as well so you can get early access to all the picks. It's especially important for college basketball where we have, you know, such crazy line movements overnight. Um, following on Bet Stamp really, you know, helps you get the best lines possible. Am I always going to get the best movement? No, but I would say more likely than not um, this season, the lines have moved in my favor. So um, definitely follow over there. Also, follow the Hot Tip main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Stay up to date with all the computer model action there. And if you're watching here on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for Saturday's college basketball card. And thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.